0: Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach and the queen of compassion-based selling. Because, well, selling is all about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy show. Because this show is all about inspiration, not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, But inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others including you now for me after well 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results well it's almost an x-ray vision that i have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away and with today's guest her zone of genius is her ability to recognize within others the core reasons for their frustrations and challenges so that she can support them to have the relationship of their dreams. So I am super excited to introduce Addie Sellers. Now, Addie is the owner, matchmaker, and coach for Circle of Love Coaching with over 20 years of experience guiding people to the partner and life they've always wanted. Now, she not only works with singles, but with anyone who wants to add success and value to any area of their life. Now, no matter a person's age or job, they typically fall into one of four patterns. Now, Addie evaluates every area of her client's life and thought process before moving forward with a coaching plan. Well, welcome, Addie. I am so excited to have you as my guest today.
1: Hi, Wendy. I'm excited too.
0: And, you know, I just love how you're helping people find love, right? Find those fulfilling relationships that bring meaning to their life. I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're not doing.
1: Thank you. It's very rewarding. So I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. What a fun aspect of people's lives to be immersing in. Well, I mean, it could be really frustrating, I guess, depending on where they're (laughs) in their journey, but uh, the the end is always a happy ending. Let's hope so. (laughs) Yes,
1: I have plenty of of stories, but yes, um, very interesting work, very fun work.
0: Yeah. And, you know, always top of mind question for me is exactly what was the inspiration or, you know, tipping point that prompted you to start your own coaching practice?
1: Well, it actually started with um, the matchmaking. The coaching came a little bit later when I realized that it was such a valuable part of the process, but I was a single mom of a three-year-old and um, I decided to do online dating and it was just horrible. And you know, the, the dates were nightmares. Right. Well, the dates wouldn't show up or they would get drunk or, and then the final, the tipping point, as you say, I was in the grocery store with my child and the cashier at the grocery store, there was a line of people and he went, Hey, eHarmony, I've messaged you a few times and you've never responded back. Oh. And it was in front of my kid. It was in front of other people at the store I was putting my face out there for the world to see even people that I would never be interested in and shouldn't have even been seeing my profile. So I just knew that there was a real need for something different, that what was going on with online dating wasn't working and connecting with people in healthy ways. Um, and it's opening yourself up to a whole world that you don't really want to be exposed to. So that's, that was the tipping point. That was the final <laughs> the final straw.
0: Like, that's it. We're, we're done with this. There's got to be a better way. <laughs> right. And so that was your own personal experience. And so what prompted you to then be of service to others?
1: Well, I, whenever I was 19 years old, um, I went to a premier education training and um, got certified as a facilitator for that school. And it helps families of troubled teens. So what we realize in behaviors with kids that are having all of these destructive behaviors is that it's something broken within the home. It's not just the kid, Mm -hmm. it's the whole system and how they communicate with one another. And so I started noticing, and after I was certified, I started noticing it's not just with families. It's in any interpersonal relationship that you have. It could be the relationship with your mom. It could be your partner. And once I started realizing, oh, this boils down to the values that they find important that they live by and whoever they're matched with. So just in my personal life, you know, at 19, 20 years old, I would set up family members and friends and they enjoyed it and they would get married. And I was just, I think I was, well, first of all, it's just an absolute high to be able to do that. It's so, so rewarding. Rewarding doesn't even cover how you feel when, when you're in service like that. But also, um, I just don't think that people think about the values in a match when they think of their dream partner. You know, I want someone tall and someone successful and those aren't really values that you live by. So I just saw a need for it and really enjoyed it. And it wasn't, it was like almost 10 years later that I opened my business. So it was a long journey before I decided to do it professionally, but I was doing it in my personal life after I got training.
0: Interesting. Yeah. It's like, it, it it's like you have your own x-ray vision, right you can see through those what people feel are the indicators of a great relationship and it's like no it's it's actually beyond that it's that's not it that's the illusion it's below that it's the values it's creating this synchronicity so it sounds like you've really got that ability to see past the surface so yeah right. like that. and and like you said, you've been coaching for over 20 years, which is so impressive providing this service and and being in that space to facilitate people in in finding those loving relationships. Um but 20 years that's that's a long time. So I know that you started out in the matchmaking focus. And right. then you've evolved into more of coaching. So can you talk a little bit about the evolution that your business has been on? Yes. So um, I
1: was under the impression whenever I first started that anybody in the world can have a match. You know, everyone deserves someone. And that is true. But we all have non-working behaviors. And a lot of people will say, well, this is who I am. Um, uh, I like to get everything out on the first date. And I like to tell them all of my baggage and all the stuff that I've been through so that if they're still interested, then they like me for me. Mm-hmm. And that's not really who you are. That's a non-working behavior that you have. And it would be hard for anyone to want to connect and spend time with someone that does all that. So I started realizing that my clients were attractive, um, financially successful, um, kind, yet they were still single and couldn't be the right person. So they all fell into some type of behavior that was keeping them single. Um, It could be something within themselves that they're doing that was self sabotaging, or it was something that they're expecting in others. Um, These, these unwritten rules that they had for people that they were meeting. And when the person didn't, didn't pass the test, then they weren't worthy of them. So it was all these, these things that made me realize, Oh, we need, we need coaching. Can't, you can't just put somebody great in front of someone and think it's going to work out. They, they need a little hand because it's so hard to see yourself. It's hard for me to see myself. Mm-hmm. So that was a valuable part um, that I started using. And then those things carry over into your business and into the, your relationship with your child, into how you take care of your physical body. Wow. So I started using those same tools for other areas of people's lives.
0: Wow. That's fascinating. Yeah. I can really see how it became so clear as to how everything is interconnected in terms of people's, Oh, I'm just going to be me, be authentic.
1: Right.
0: You know, it'll be, they'll either love me or they won't. So it'll be next.
1: (laughs) Exactly.
0: Yes. And then it becomes, okay, let's see, you're now 55 years old. How's that working out for you? (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, right. And, you know, it's it's so funny because people that are really successful in business think, well, you know, I'm a successful person, I should be able to have this relationship. But what, what works in business doesn't always work in these sensitive situations yeah. with in relationships. So, so,
0: so true. yeah. Yeah, lots of wisdom there. Lots of wisdom. Well, so have there been any big roadblocks or challenges you've had to overcome along the way in, in- building your business
1: oh for sure are we talking well just in my own mind <laughs> I've had you know should I be doing this should I be pursuing this do people really need me um that came up a lot one of like one of the main times was it was in my first um two or three years of business I had a really hard time getting people to understand what it is that I did um and a lot of people uh weren't sure about investing in meeting someone else. I mean, why would they need that um, when there's online dating? And I would post these ads online and I got this email and it was from a very prominent successful business owner in the town or in the city where I lived. I recognized the name and he took the time out of his day to write, uh, you know, a three paragraph email that said, basically, this is, really stupid what you're doing um nobody (laughs) needs no one needs your service with online dating you look desperate and stupid and um you know you you absolutely add no value to you can't and so
0: it really There yes. was a time when I, I just set anybody back. Oh my gosh.
1: Here's the successful crazy. person telling me that I'm a loser and that this is stupid. So you you know oh,
0: that's it. that that
1: Right. Right. But I think the thing that pulled me out of that and had me keep going, um, was he couldn't take away the experiences that I've already had. So I already knew that what I was doing was helping people. Um, I'd experienced it. I'd seen it. I'd felt it. I'd gotten feedback from people that I'd helped. So it really caught me off guard. But at the same time, I felt really passionate and led about what I'd done thus far. And I just couldn't see quitting over somebody thinking it was stupid.
0: Good, good. Yeah, that's that's brilliant to just be able to stop. It's almost like stop, drop, and roll. Yeah. You know, uh, kind of shake it off. And it's like, wait a second. What about those fifteen years? What about those ten years? What about Sally and Tiffany and Bobby and da and da and da? da, 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 yeah. da, da. It's like, you know what? I do good work. And if I didn't do this work, they wouldn't have a happy life right now. So you <laughs>
1: yeah that's basically you know but it's hard to do because I do think it's important to receive feedback from people even if you don't agree with it yeah. but it shouldn't stop you from yeah. doing your life's work i mean well
0: i love that you really grounded yourself though back into the fact that you know the validation you've received and the need that you know there is out there and the difference that you make. So that's right. great. Uh not everybody is able to bounce like that. So that's but that right there is example of how to proceed. You know, just like okay, wow, you know that's <laughs> I, I gotta sit down and listen and <laughs> <you know>, think about <laughs> know, yeah reconnect instead of oh he's right who am i to think this i'm stupid i don't deserve this and whoever would want you know that's kind of unfortunately a path that a lot of entrepreneurs take if they're a little bit shaky oh there's of- a lot yes.
1: of shame yeah. there's a you lot, lot of shame
0: It took you a long time to even be able to explain the value, convey the value of the work that you do. Exactly. So at that phase in business, it's difficult to put the the landing gear down, back down, and have solid footing. So, so yeah, I admire you for being able able to do that. Obviously, it speaks Mm -hmm. to your coaching abilities too. So, and you're obviously an expert (laughs) at helping people, supporting people. To find those meaningful relationships and improve all aspects of their lives through your process. But I'm curious, how do you feel about the client enrollment or, you know, the sales part of being in business? Now this might seem like a very different skill set. So do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business?
1: I do. And that was why I was really excited to speak to you today because it it is difficult. I can tell people what I do and I can explain the value in it, but it's almost like there's this big gap between... uh, When people come to me, it's usually because I'm their last resort. Um, They've tried everything else. Nothing has worked. And so they're hesitant about investing in another thing that may not work out for them. So that that is the difficulty I find in signing people up. It's getting them to understand that they're making an investment in their future. That is a 100% guarantee if they do the work, mm-hmm. but it's hard to kind of get that across whenever you're signing people up.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And you're definitely not alone in that kind of frustration in terms of being able to convey the value of your coaching you know, the impact that it makes because it's, it's not tangible. It's not like going down to the car dealership and being able to sit in a Maserati and say, Oh, do I like a Maserati or do I like a Lamborghini? Right. Compare the two back to back and you have no point of reference typically, you know, unless somebody has hired a coach previously. So, so yeah, okay. it is, it does bring to the table some frustration. So, uh, but I'd be happy to provide you with a little bit of insight around that if you'd like. I would love it. Okay. So, Obviously, there's a lot here to unpack and we don't want to make this the whole focus of the show. (laughs) My dream, you know, because that's what I love doing. But to provide some lasered in perspective here, um, you brought up several things. Okay, value, invest. It's something that seems simple. I've, you know, there's online dating. You've also brought up hesitancy to invest because something, other things haven't worked before. Right. So those are a lot of different aspects we could take a look at. So let's instead just focus on one. They're all exciting for me to talk about. But I think the one that would be the easiest for us to just really zoom in on is the hesitancy that you're dealing with within people that have tried other things. Like you mentioned, you're their last resort. And they still have doubts because they tried this, they tried this. They wrote, they read a book, five love languages. They did this, they <laughs> right. online That's coaching right did, or uh, online dating and all this sort of stuff, and nothing has worked. So they're hesitant to put down however much uh, your your program is, your your coaching is. And so the thing that supports the person in that moment of fear is to specifically understand what it is that, well, first I should say, leading up to that, it's important to be very clear as to all the different elements that your coaching addresses that are blind spots for them. I love the word blind spot. That's one of the coaching sessions I have, have as a blind spot session, where they you're bringing to their attention the things that they hadn't really taken into consideration. You're not doing any coaching per se. No, not at all. But you're just bringing to their attention all of the different aspects that go into finding that really meaningful relationship. And then when you get to that time in the, in your conversation about, you know, the commitment or the investment chances are pretty strong that they will not bring up, well, I've tried this before because this is nothing like what they've tried. And if if you revert back to that and say, well, I've, I've already tried so many things and they just don't work. Well, then coming from a place of support and compassion, just simply, all right, well, let's, let's take a look at, let's take a look at, at some of those things that you've tried because maybe you should try them again. I don't know. Uh, maybe there was a reason why they didn't work. And so just to hear what exactly were their efforts. And it'll be so clear to you. Right. It wasn't addressing the core. The, the, you know, how your zone of genius is to be able to listen through uh, the surface and, and really understand the core that, that's really going on. And so it'll be pretty easy for you're not convincing them that what you have is different you're just simply illuminating you're presenting right well that's well that that's simple that's that's so obvious because that was focused on this and when you do that then you're simply going to be uh chasing bright shiny objects or whatever you know (laughs) right um so is does this make sense for you in terms of how to support your potential client to really understand the, the value, the breadth of the work that you do and why those elements and how it's like nothing else they've experienced.
1: Right. Going over all of the aspects that you do in coaching and finding a proper partner for them before, yeah. you know, they're, yeah. okay, that yeah. makes and sense. It's
0: probably things that you, you might already do to a certain degree, but it might not be landing for people. Might not They might not be understanding exactly what you're... Y- right. They may
1: need like a full-blown like list of <laughs> what we do from start to finish in the process so that they understand exactly what they're going to be getting out of their investment. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. it's Then it becomes clear that, oh, this is very different than anything I have ever tried before. So I, I get it. This I can see how this would work. So that shifts their beliefs. So, so hopefully that lands for you and and provides a little bit of inspiration and so you'll sit back and say, hmm, you know, I, I think maybe I could do this or this or this and make some tweaks in in the way that you're uh, leading up to that opportunity for them to commit. So, um, yeah, but I'd love to hear how this lands for you once you take it into an actual an actual conversation. So be sure to yeah. post it. Posted.
1: I will. I'll give you feedback.
0: Okay. Terrific. And Addie, you know, I'm thinking about a chapter of our history that just recently passed by, or we passed through the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. I'm speaking specifically of that because I know of so many people that that pandemic really impacted their relationships in a, in a positive way, but a lot of them in a negative way, and people that were dating, oh my goodness, it was so difficult. It brought in so much complexities, and not only the health concerns, but just the separation and, and social distancing. And, and I know that there's been quite a ripple effect since then. Uh, so I'm, I'm just curious if you could speak into the impact of the pandemic on, on the work that you do.
1: Well, it, it was difficult. During the pandemic, it was difficult because I had matches for clients and such, but they couldn't meet, (laughs) you know, it was, they they couldn't be in proximity to one another. So um, I would do zoom calls and then if the zoom call went well, then they could figure out maybe a, a park to meet or things like it. Just never, there was never a really strong connection. Meeting people over zoom and online. It is. That's tough. So difficult. And then I started noticing that once they were allowed to meet again they started getting very hesitant about leaving their home to meet someone that it wasn't guaranteed they were going to like them anyways mm. so I, I felt like i was doing a song and dance to get them to go out with somebody that they were lucky to be able to meet just right. because they weren't sure and this is their time. And so they got very possessive over the time that they spent investing in other people to see if there would be a connection. Wow. So that, that was a, um, that was something that a ripple effect that I noticed after the pandemic, it's, it's harder to get people to leave their homes um, on, you know, something that's not a guarantee.
0: Right. Interesting. So it just uh, has, well, like they say, created a new normal. People, right yeah the so first cool. we were going crazy being in our homes all the time and now it's like well no we're, this is it's it's cool it's fine yeah it's, about, it's kind of a hassle you know i got to find a place to park and got to make reservations and it's yeah just call uber <laughs> uber <Yeah>. Eats. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, exactly yeah it's interesting interesting well addy i'm i'm just curious here how do you work with singles who want to finally find their true love and create that meaningful relationship as well as create more success in, in any aspects of their lives. Can you share a few more specifics about your philosophy or your approach?
1: Yes. So the first thing that we do for each person is I do an interview. An interview can take anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half. And I go over very mundane things to past relationships and trauma that they've experienced. But I want to know what time they get up in the morning, what time they go to bed at night, things that they rituals that they have that they do every week that make them happy. It could be something as simple as getting up and having a cup of coffee in the morning and reading the paper, but it's something that they do regularly. I like to see sort of where they're spending their time and rituals that they have. After that, we go through their thought process. What are anxious thoughts that, um, that pop up during the day? Because the human brain, even though we're all very different, um, we have more than 6,000 thoughts a day. And then you wonder how many of those are negative. And really, we're not having a ton of negative thoughts. Our brains are just hardwired um, to, to recognize any threats. So when you have um, you know, a thought that's not positive, your brain highlights it and repeats it until you figure it out, until you dispel um, whatever that thought is, it's going to keep rearing its ugly head. So I like to get into their thought process and what are some challenges for them during the day. Um, And then we start um, remedying those with different processes that break up their thinking and disrupt their patterns so that when they are meeting someone new, they're not doing the same old thing that doesn't work. And, It does bleed over into how they speak with their boss, how they impact their customers, um, uh, what their relationship is like with their children. Their communication becomes so much better and their happiness is through the roof because they're not feeling these frustrations with the people and the things in their life. So that is a crucial part in the process.
0: Nice. Yeah, no, it it makes so much sense to just really not only identify what are some of those negative patterns, but go back to, okay, well, let's look at what does bring you joy. And how do you spend your time in ways that, that just bring satisfaction? You know, it doesn't have to be a trip to Tahiti. Right. right. <laughs> and that's, that's daily, what it is. Called. The daily life, you know, and what, <laughs> that's what really relationship comes down to. You know, when mm-hmm. the honeymoon's over, it's the daily life, and so where is that joy? Is that joy going to be present? And and that's where—correct me if I'm wrong—that's where you're identifying what their values are. Correct.
1: That's exactly right. Yeah, and we so come then up. Then you have up.
0: a clear kind of stake in the ground that.
1: Well, you yeah, have what kind and
0: of I work with you know their I, values versus a whim versus oh, I, I love to travel. Well, is that a value or is that just escape?
1: Right. There, opposites can attract, you know, um, different energies can can spark chemistry for sure. Somebody a little bit more introverted could be with someone very gregarious. Those are, those are opposites, but they, they do well together. Right. But values, there cannot be opposite values. Somebody that um, security is very important to them can't be with someone that's flying by the seat of their pants all the time. You know, there. The, once you know the top four or five values that someone lives by, integrity is a big value. Whereas it, you would think, oh, everybody wants that. Not not everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, those values are very important to identify during the interview.
0: Interesting. Yeah, no, I can see how this really up-levels all aspects. Like, you, like we talked about in the very beginning, it's just you know, all ships rise. <laughs> it's an old saying, but uh, when you have that more clear sense of what is going on in your brain, that's creating an anxious thought and, and how to communicate with others in a way that is more successful. So it just, yeah, it's, it's, stands to reason it impacts your work, your profession, your family relations and all aspects. So, yeah, I love that. Well, how can listeners learn more about you and this great work you're doing?
1: Well, they can go to circleoflovecoaching.com That gives you some information about the different packages, and they can just contact me through the website. Okay. Or I do have uh, a TikTok. It's circle uh, Circle of Love Coaching, and that's just kind of more for entertainment. It talks about um, crazy relationship histories and things that have happened to people, but yet they're still out there putting themselves on the line and, and trying to find the one.
0: Yeah. So Okay, great. All right. So that's circleoflovecoaching.com. That's and right. so we'll be able to find you on TikTok doing some sounds like some uh, on the entertaining side of things. I, it's <laughs> always fun to bring in these different social platforms. And it's funny how many people are bringing more of a serious uh, approach to TikTok where it was really intended to be more entertaining so I love that you're leaning into that so
1: yes of course
0: yeah. all right well Addy you have already shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here through our conversation but if I could tap on you one last time uh in looking at your own experience in building your business well, what's some advice that you can share with, say, a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed?
1: The one thing I know is that if you know that what you're doing is your passion, it's what you're led to do, you know it works. You, have, you, you might change your approach and how you do it. It's always good to get feedback, but you have to go with your passion um i've changed how i do interviews i've changed how i get clients i've done i have put myself out there in ways that i never thought that i would but the core thing and the reason why i'm doing this is still the same so if you have that then you've got to go after it
0: right just keep going so just really it sounds like get back to asking that powerful question is this something that there's a need for Am I able to make that impact? And do I love doing it? And wow. if those are all yeses, then yeah, it's going to get yeah. and I believe that everyone, I but one I foot think, in front of the other. it's
1: I thought that whenever I started my own business, that because I loved every aspect of my job, that I wouldn't feel burnout or I wouldn't feel um, stressed. Uh, but I think it's in every job. Um, so I don't, I wouldn't let that discourage you either. There's going to, like you said, there's going to be bumps no matter what, but at least you're doing your passion.
0: Right. Yeah. Love that. Love that. So thank you so much for sharing that, uh, those words of wisdom, definitely very powerful. And I know that it's going to make a big difference for some of our listeners. This will be the perfect thing that they needed to hear today. So thank you.
1: Thank you, Wendy. Uh,
0: Addie. It's just been so great hearing about your journey from, you know, it sounds like it really started out when you were about 19 years old and gaining that, that ability to support others in those destructive relationships. You're working with troubled teens where you gain some insights around what really is going on that is causing this behavior and, and started gaining these skills and this awareness to then fast forward your single mom,
1: three-year-old
0: child, and <laughs> trying to get a new relationship cultivated, right? So yeah. online dating, wow, jump into that, and realizing it was just a hot mess yes. and a very destructive situation. I think that's where, what I'm about. <laughs> yeah, where you were in the grocery store in line, and this cashier right in front of your child, you know, makes this kind of inappropriate comment, and drawing the line. That's it. This is wackadoodle (laughs) and tapping into back into the skills that you gained in, in your late teens and carrying forward to the impactful work you're now doing as the owner matchmaker and coach for circle of love coaching where you're guiding people to the partner of and life that they've always wanted and supporting anyone that wants to add success and value to any area of their life. So I've really enjoyed our conversation and I just wanna thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. I thank you. Yeah, and again, for our listeners, you can reach Addie Sellers through her website, and that is circleoflovecoaching.com. And be sure to follow her TikTok channel. I think it'll be fun. All right, for all our listeners, remember, when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high-paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling where you've fully supported your potential clients decision making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session, you may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Addie Sellers. And as always, here's to your success.